Ladies and gentlemen, deers, flamingos, mammals, cats, and dogs of all ages, welcome to the 10th episode of With a Plum, a show about the history, culture, and happenings in the beautiful game. We're your hosts, the notorious R.A.J. Yes, sir. What's going on? And yours truly, Neem Neem. We want to make a special mention about an upcoming interview we have. We will be going to... Madison, Wisconsin, a place both Nima and I know pretty well. Woo! Yeah, um, Forward Madison Football Club in their inaugural season. So we'll be flying over there to meet with the team, meet with the back office, meet with whoever wants to meet and just uh, chop it up about soccer in Madison, USL1, feeding up to MLS teams, how the season's going. Should be very exciting. We'll be going to the match as well on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. I think the games are on ESPN Plus, too, going full mingo over there. If you want to see some of our journey, some of our trip, we'll be uh, keeping our Instagram stories pretty active, so you can head over to uh, Eterno HQ, and uh, we'll give you all the fun tidbits behind the scenes and everything else related to that so pumped for this just can't wait yeah it'll be fun yeah we're gonna have a ton of friends come out super excited to meet the forward madison fan base they have a huge fan base they actually have the biggest home crowd in usl1 so which is crazy for a new team yeah right but that's also one of the reasons why we're going over there because we knew it was going to be big yeah it's amazing they've really built a great following for their club. With that out of the way, Raj, what jersey are you wearing today? Today, we're going super obscure reference, but we're going with a 2014 New York Red Bulls jersey. Oh, that wow. was That was Thierry Henry's last season for the Red Bulls. That was a season ticket holder for a few of those years. And Thierry Henry, 10 years ago, knocked out Ireland for his French team out of the World Cup qualifiers with a handball, which is still raw for every Irish man and woman and essentially anybody who is cheering against France still burns. And that will all make sense as we record an episode based wholly on the handball rule. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that single episode handball can't wipe that from anyone's memories would that even happen today with var well definitely not i mean he would probably still try it (laughs) so true any forward would well let's get into it so what the fuck is a handball does anyone know what's a handball to you raj it's always been kind of confusing. You know, for me, it was always the hand needs to play the ball. You know, when we were growing up, we used to like, if we were in a tough spot and we were in the area, we would just chip the ball onto someone's hand and then pretend exactly. it was a handball. I understand why that's not allowed, but <laughs> um, I mean. That didn't stop anyone from trying it. 
back when I had a deaf touch. Um, <laughs> yeah, so now, you know, I, I, I essentially take it as the hand has to play the ball, not the other way around. You know, what's interesting, there's an organization that sets these uh, laws of the game, as literally they call it. Uh, this organization is the IFAB, the International Football Association Board. Now, uh, just a few months ago, they released a summary of law changes for the 2019-2020 season. There's a whole section dedicated to handball, Law 12, and the changes that they've outlined. But truth be told, having read the, the entire rule book on handball, I'm not entirely sure it's that much more clear for me. So effectively, it still comes down to the referee's call on whether the handball was A, deliberate, and B, what position the arm was in. Effectively, this, this phrase natural position that everyone keeps talking about. Yeah, so honestly, I'm, you know, I'm happy to sort of go through even some of the actual rhetoric they use in this handbook, but I don't want to bore people to death. So you're going to just have to take my word for it. But now I want to hear Raj's perspective on what, what I just spilled out. Well, I mean, the problem is, is that it's very subjective, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, VAR will help with that in the sense that if they think something needs to be reviewed, they'll now review it. So that will take a lot of that sort of element out. It's sort of what you saw in the PSG Manchester United match in Champions League when normally I don't think that would be called a handball, but they saw it on the screens. And this is also part of that rule change that you were talking about. Referees this season in the Champions League were sort of ordered to take a more stringent approach and try and work in these soon-to-be new laws into Champions League games. That's why, you know, that match was sort of decided by handball as well as the final, obviously, oh my God. early on. But, you know, it's, it's very subjective, and I think that that's a problem. They're essentially now making a big deal about putting your arms in positions where they wouldn't naturally be. Mm-hmm. And they're taking it pretty literally. So if we sort of rewind to the Champions League final that just happened, the ball hit Musa Sissoko in the chest. And then they deemed that his arm was in an unnatural position and then came down. And to be completely honest with you, Sissoko put himself in a terrible, that's a, that's poor defending. Like putting your arm up like that, you're getting yourself in trouble regardless. I didn't think that it was a handball just because like, it seemed pretty normal for him to like just move his arm down but i can see why they called it and that is continue gonna be continued to be called that way because yeah you know you shouldn't be defending with your arm up like i don't well he go ahead you know here's here's sort of what i struggle with so the 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 law specifically says the following will not usually be a free kick unless the ball touches a player's hand or arm directly from their own head, body, foot, or the head, body, foot of another player who's close or near. There are so many subjective statements here. One is, it will not usually be a free kick. 
and from a player who is close slash near. Well, what does close slash near mean? And why is it usually? Yeah. More importantly, it's saying if it hits the player's hand or arm directly from their own head or body or foot, then it's usually not a free kick. And in this particular instance, you're actually saying it hit his chest. I actually thought it hit his underarm. Either way, that's not his hand or arm. Right. It's just tough. It's that was that one was a tough call. Yeah, um, but it did hit his arm on the way down. After it hit his body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why I didn't think it was a handball when I was yeah. watching it. But I can understand why they would call it. They're taking they're taking it pretty strictly, I would say, yeah. with the rules. The wording is weird, but yeah. I understand why they're using words like usually and things like that. You know, there's no it's not black and white. Yeah. oftentimes and they do need some room to sort of deliberate your initial point is probably the most important thing for folks listening to take away which is they are taking the position that if your hand or arm is above your shoulder even if it's accidental and the verbiage that i just used even if accidental that's verbatim from the amendments to the laws of the game that's considered a handball and a free yeah. kick will be given, which is very strict. Whereas... That's very strict. But at the same time, if you're going up in the air, whatever you're doing, like I think it's just people just have their arms raised and hope yeah. that maybe the ball may strike it and yeah. get deflected. And then they can say, oh, well, I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they're sort of initiating this. And I actually like that because it adds a little bit more decisiveness to everything. That's really all I really want. I don't want like 40 minutes of VAR every match. No, seriously. Like, like it's already slowing the game down, which is fine. I'm, you know, let's get these big decisions right. I like that rule with the, your arms really shouldn't ever be above your head. I mean, are you taking a throw in? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, put your hands down. <laughs> you know, the sport, it's not like it's new. In its modern day form, it's been around for more than 170 years. We ought to figure out what the fuck is a handball. And after the Champions League final, I mean, how many people did you have a conversation with about that incident? Texts were blowing up. The people I was watching the game with, we debated that till the end. And it kind of took the wind out of the sails of the game. It gave me that that sinking 06 Champs League final feeling. I'm like, the ref could have used his judgment a little bit better for the occasion. But now I'm getting subjective. Yeah, I mean, you got to call the game and as, you know, objectively, like if that handball would have happened in the 50th minute, would he have called it? Probably. So that probably means that he should have called it in the first minute. True. Well, I hope this brought more clarity to all of you listening. It definitely didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're still not clear. But if you take anything away from this, take these three points away one is it still has to be deliberate for it to be a foul so that's still an offense uh position of your arm matters if it's above your shoulder almost guaranteed it's going to get called so folks bring your arms down uh whether that's fair or not is another thing and in most cases it probably is but in some instances when it's close and near probably isn't and that's Did I say three things? It's really just two things. My bad. 
deliberate and natural position. Make sure your arm is in a natural position and, you know, don't do what Henri, Messi and, you know, Maradona have done. Although it all worked out for them. So maybe do try it. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, we appreciate all of you for tuning in week in and week out. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, forward slash HQ. Definitely follow us this weekend, Saturday especially, 7 p.m. Central Time, Forward Madison, Full Mingo will be there, Raj and I representing, and can't wait to share those stories with all of you. Can't wait. That's June 15th going to be so fun to go over there back home for me and you That's see what right. the team's doing also we'll be sharing our new product oh, that is right. about to drop we'll be showing a few of them um what it's like before it comes up on our site so make sure you sign up on our site eterno.boutique don't miss this drop the new products all coming tees crewnecks it's happening and just to keep it going, we made a mention of a particular legend on this episode who will be uh, a main character in this drop. So make sure you tune in. That was very cryptic. I like it. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll catch you all next time slash this Saturday. One love. Peace. <laughs>